And now, it's 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. Hi everyone and welcome to 10K Saturday. This is Lulu and I am actually on board the Norwegian Jewel with Susie Andrews. Say hi. Hi. And if you are active on our Facebook page, then you have seen Susie post because she's one of our bays. And I'm so excited that we actually get to get her on the set. And if you've been on the Facebook page, then you have seen um, Susie post there because she's one of our bays. And I'm so excited that we get to talk. There's a little bit of a fan because I need to tell you that we are in a karaoke room on the ship <laughs> that we stole that we're probably not supposed to be in. That's okay. It's private. We shut the door. And I think people are supposed to be in here and sing karaoke. Yeah. Why have we never done that? Because we don't like karaoke. Well, that's true. We hate karaoke. Um, so we've been traveling for work. And where have we been on this trip? Um, well, I've seen a lot of... Oh, Dan. Well, once again, a very good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are now calling guests with lime and green colored luggage tags. That's early. Anyway, on this trip for work, we have been to a few ports. We haven't gotten to get off everywhere. Sorry, Allison. I know you're editing this and you heard just my zippers of my purse jangling. Sorry. Um, so we have been to... Uh, three different places in Vietnam. Uh-huh. A small little local town in Cambodia. Yes. Somewhere supposedly near Bangkok. <laughs> yes. And then... Kosovoi, Thailand. We didn't get off the ship for that. No. But what was the best, most memorable thing that you and I did in a port on this trip? I mean, we only got off the ship twice. I know, but make it sound like we traveled and did lots of things. We did. We got a bus to a local market, which it seems that most of the passengers on board hated because it had (laughs) real people in it. We were in Cambodia. But for us, it was exactly what we wanted. Real people, market stores, Fresh random fruit that you could barter for, amazing street food. Yeah. And just two hours of normal life. Describe the, the describe the yummy fried thing that so we it was, had. It was like a fried pasty, or an empanada appears to be the <laughs> go-to phrase. Only because um, I'm American, but for our British listeners, it was like a pasty. Stuffed with rice noodles and veggies Cilantro, and coriander. probably lemongrass and yeah. garlic and just an amazing Asian profile yeah. of flavors all in a deep fried hot pocket little pouch eaten in the street where it was a million degrees. It but was yet really hot. <laughs> delicious. Oh, it was so good. It was really great. And then a passenger on this ship assumed I was from Cambodia. Rude. Well, yeah. I didn't like that at all. We'll probably cut that out, but I was just mad about it and needed to say it. So, Susie, you've listened to the podcast. Yes. And been active on the social meds, which we love. And so I'm going to ask you, if you had $10,000, where would you go? Oh, it's tricky. There are so many, so many places that I would go places that I've been before and would like to go again or places that I have never been to Um, probably right now and my husband has literally just spent four days on a little island off the coast of Malaysia that we went to in 2012 which is a tiny dive resort slash turtle conservation project so I would struggle to spend $10,000 on the accommodation and the trip there but $10,000 could do 
a lot for their project. Oh, so it's almost like the charity that I would ask you about Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So you've done this. Yes. 2012, London Olympics. We decided we didn't want to be in London for. <laughs> so we went to Malaysia for a month instead. That's so cool. Yeah. And what is your day... When you're working at the conservatory, Conservancy, is that right? Conservation. I, mm-hmm, I almost said conservatory, and that's where you learn music. That's yes. not right. When you're working there, what is your day like? Um, we would get up, eat noodles for breakfast, Yum. which is great. Um, tend to the egg nursery just to check that the fences are good, so that monitor lizards can't eat the baby turtle eggs. Uh-huh. Uh, watch to see if there was any activity in the nest that, if any were ready to hatch you're like looking at the egg looking at a pile of sand that the eggs are below the sand so you're not really looking at anything oh oh, oh, okay um but then mostly the project would be at night when you were waiting for mrs turtle to come up on the beach and lay her eggs so you could watch to make sure poachers didn't come to steal her eggs Uh uh-huh and then we would collect the eggs move them to the nursery um, so that they were safe from predators and poachers. Um, and also, if there had been some hatchlings born that day, we would take them to the beach to release at night so there were less predators to get them and give them the best chance of getting back into the sea. Did you... In my head, you're carrying little baby turtles, but you probably had a container. A bucket. But in my head, you're yeah, holding yeah. a little no, baby turtle. A bucket of mini turtles. Uh-huh. And you set quite far up on the beach because they need to walk down the beach to sort of imprint the beach on them because this will be the beach they come back to lay their eggs on. Really? So you can't put them straight in the sea because it'll confuse them, evidently. Um, So you put them at the top of the beach. Sometimes if if you thought they weren't so focused, you'd run a couple of bamboo lines down the side so that it kept them funneled towards the beach. And then you just watch them walk into the sea. You just escort them into the sea? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. How big are they? The little um, babies? Like. Mm, We're both just holding our, our hands apart, so this isn't going to be four, very informative to anybody. Four inches wide or long? Long. Four inches probably long. Probably about two inches wide. Are their shells hard when they're babies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they are literally a turtle, um, just smaller. Mini, mini turtle. I'll post a picture on the social media. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um. That's incredible. Were there lots of people that were doing that with you? Um, there were probably five people at that point yeah. um, that were there with us. So we would split in shifts so you didn't have to do the whole night. Um, but I think across the last, gosh, seven years? Yeah. The project has got much more. It's a, like exploded. Yes. And they probably have more people, but they probably limit it to a certain number because you don't want right. too many people and the I use the term resort very loosely but they do have a dive resort but it is very much focused on conservation and not just a bougie resort drinking cocktails and which would also be fun absolutely okay so if you were on the beach and you saw poacher what were you expected to do um I mean, I think the hope was that they would see you on the beach and they would not come on the beach because you were there. But... It was always my hope. (laughs) Because I did sit there one night with a large turtle laying eggs on my own while someone went to get a bucket with the moon, me, beach, turtle, thinking, oh my God, if a turtle, if a poacher came now, I honestly don't know what I would do. (laughs) Are you supposed to... Ninja karate job yeah, or something. Go away, poacher. 
but no, thankfully it didn't happen. Does it happen a lot? I mean, enough, it, I guess, to patrol. It happens, I think, it happens less now that it is renowned that it is a well-patrolled beach. Okay. But it used to be... Turtle's biggest problem is poachers. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the place? Bubbles. Nuh-uh. Yeah. It's called Bubbles? Yeah. I don't know, it's just like a more flirty name than I thought it was going to... I thought it was going to be like... The Blankety Blanky Sea Turtle Conservancy. No. Okay, bubbles. well... Bubbles. We'll find a link to Bubbles and put it on our blog. <laughs> um, okay, obsession and wish list. Oh, goodness. Mm. I think probably an obsession right now, though it should have been something I'd do flying for a long time, is compression socks. Ridiculous. But I don't have it. <gasps> you need some. But don't buy the boring flight ones. You can buy really nice ones. I usually forget to pack them, but knowing that I was doing multiple long-haul flights in a really short space of time, I thought maybe my body might appreciate it. So I've got some ones with brightly colored jigsaw patterns on them. Yeah. And my legs and feet did feel better for wearing them after 15 hours on the plane. And I could put my shoes straight back on, which was novel. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're totally fine. And then once in a while you take a flight and you look down and you're like, I have sausages. Mm-hmm. When did this happen? Yep. Why do I not have enough skin on my toes? What is the science behind compression socks? Oh my goodness. I don't I... know. It's supposed to help the blood circulate around okay, your legs. This is what I don't understand. That's what it says, but they squeeze your legs. I know. So how does that help the blood circulate? Instead of it not pool in your feet? I don't know. They put but them on me when I was in hospital. No, I know they exist. I know that they exist and you're supposed to use them when you travel. And I even understand that they work. But Why? But when you describe them, when you say you put a tight sock on in order for your feet to, to not feel stressed out, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm, we might need to Google this. I think it's better that we just guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, should I pick some up at the airport today? Or you could wait till you're home and buy nice ones. You'll only get boring ones if you buy them at the airport. I hear what you're saying, but I have an eight-hour flight from Singapore to Doha and then a 15-hour flight from Doha to JFK. Yes, buy some today. Okay, that's what I figured. Cool. They're going to cost me $1,000. You might find some in Singapore, and you might find nice ones. Okay. I'll do them in Singapore. That's fun. One thing that I love about traveling with Susie, because we've gotten to travel a few times for work, is that we like the same combination of fancy things and not fancy things so when we go to a different country we love a grocery store a 7-eleven amazing a foreign 7-eleven is like the best thing ever because they've got really crazy snacks in interesting flavors and you can try them and they are usually for when you're at work and actually getting paid to travel rather than traveling on your own you can afford to buy a few that you're not sure about take a couple bites and go "Hmm." no no what's something that you've tried like a snack so not like a street food that you were like that flavor does not work for a western palate oh one of the other ladies i've been working with bought us some yogurt chewy candy yeah disgusting really yeah it tasted a bit like soap oh with a very strange texture We've given them away. Oh, mine were watermelon Oreos. Oh, no. It, well, I had to try them because they looked weird. And I got them in China, and they were um, 
the inside was like if you had taken the top of the Oreo off, it would have looked like a red and green, like one half green, one half oh, red, cool. and the cream. So they looked interesting. They tasted terrible. As did I think I tried peach Oreos. No. In China too, um, not good. So the moral of this story is fruit flavored Oreos don't work. But I'm so curious. I kind of have to try them and then know that they're terrible. Yeah. They're not dangerous. They're not going to make me, you know, they're not going to mess up my stomach. They just taste gross and odd. But they sell, <laughs> I guess. Um, do you have a packing tip? Since um, you travel so much. I like a packing cube. Ooh, me too. So I bought multiple sets so that I have extras in all sizes so that then particularly on the ships and sometimes as you know they will suddenly move your cabin with very little notice well when we're working not as a if you go on a ship as a passenger they're not going to do that but when we're working yes um so then i can just drop them back in my case right because you just take the packing cube and lay it in the drawer absolutely i mean i'll get hanging clothes out but sort of underwear and t-shirts everything will just stay folded that's so good yeah and everyone I don't know if you remember, but a few, maybe a couple months ago, my wish list was that someone would take this dress that I love and, like, recreate it in many patterns. And when I saw Susie last month, maybe, yeah, she came and brought me presents. She brought me Percy Pigs. She brought me Turkish Delight, which I had never had before, but she heard the Istanbul episode, and I have now determined that it's really sweet. Yeah. Like. But it's made of pure sugar. I know. Uh, I guess maybe I thought there was a higher pectin rate or flavor profile. It's very sweet. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are taking nipples, teeny little nipples of it. Still grateful. Um, Some chocolate, some gin cocktails in a can, which are awesome. And the dress that Susie and I bought the same dress of oh that grammar we bought the same dress in Astoria Oregon yeah two years ago yeah that's like this drapey rectangle okay to me it's very complicated and drapey and because Susie (laughs) creates costumes she's like it's a rectangle um but it's drapey and it's fun and it's in all black and she brought me one in black and white stripes and she has the same one and we almost wore it on the exact same day to dinner yep but we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. So thank you. No worries. It even has a label in it that mm-hmm. says Susie Sews. And you can get those for $10,000 on our website, guys. <laughs> if you pay Susie $10,000, she will make you a rectangle dress. Is that fair? Yeah. I just put that out there. But awesome. I figured you could have 9000 of those dollars and then 1000 of those dollars could go to turtles. Yeah. Or whatever percentage you want. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a special. You can only get that here. Uh, just mentioned ten k dollar day. <laughs> um, we've had a great time working together. I don't know when we'll get to hang out again together. Well, if you come to London in the summer. Oh right, yes. Okay, if I come to London in the summer for more auditions, then I could see you. Why didn't I see you when I was in London? Because I was in Tampa. Oh, two ships passing in the night. But then mm-hmm. here we are. Indeed. In Singapore. Yes. And actually in a karaoke room. Absolutely. And they have called us to Diva, so... Yeah, we gotta go. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to 10K Saturday with Susie Andrews. Say bye, Susie. Bye.
That was 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?